Welcome to Voice of the Parrot. I am your host, Shasta Ray, and I am joined by Zoltan, the podcast bird, and his friend Aggie. She is our second flock member, and she's the focus of our meet and greet series episode today. She is our cute little itty bitty smallest member of the flock. It's a bird! And how old are you now? She just turned a year old at the end of March. I got her at the very end of May 2022, and she had been hatched out at a bird sanctuary. I'm still a little unclear if they were deliberately hatching out babies or if she was a result of some birds that had been surrendered there. I never even asked, but at any rate, I had had Zoltan for a couple months, almost two months by that time, and I thought, well, it's my busy season with work, I was having to put in longer hours, and I was still spending a good chunk of time with him every day, and we'd play the talkie game, and we'd work, and we would work on words and stuff. He wasn't talking yet at that point, but I did spend a lot of time with him from the start, but when my hours started getting longer with work, I couldn't spend as much focus time with him during the day. So I thought, well, maybe it would be a good idea just to get him a little friend. Okay, and my intention was actually to get a second male. I wanted to stay with all males. I always really, really worry about the females laying eggs and egg binding is my biggest worry. And then part two is I have no intention of breeding birds, so it's always easier to just stay with one gender if that's your intention. So that was my mindset, but I'm not picky. So I picked a day. I had called ahead a day or two ahead. I think I had to set an appointment actually to go pick her out. And I don't think it was a weekend. I think I went like on a Monday or a Thursday or some oddball day of the week and brought her home. And there was only two birds there to choose from by the time I got there. She was there. They were both identical uh, both female, and the only difference was that her sister was missing her tail feathers. They'd busted off for some reason, and she had this little tiny stumpy butt, and that bird was super duper duper skittish. Aggie was finger tamed. She was not hand fed. She was not hand tamed beyond she would step up. So I brought her home that day, and Zoltan was on red alert. Oh my gosh, there's another bird in the house. He was all about this, and he was stuck to the side of his cage. I have an early video out on my YouTube channel where he was just kind of adhered to the side of his cage where she was. And I did not do a quarantine with her. I just decided to live dangerously. I do not recommend doing that. You should always quarantine your birds. But I guess I was kind of overanxious and willing to take the risk involved. And I wasn't too worried about it. She was very young and it was a very clean sanctuary. I was very happy with with the presentation of the place and how they do things. So I brought her home and she transferred to the new cage really easily. No stress, no drama, just step up, move her over. And Zoltan had full view of her and she was already eating a little bit of some veggie chop and herbs and cilantro and basil and stuff like that. So she was already pretty good about munching on greens and veggies and stuff. And as soon as Zoltan saw her eating some food that she was already kind of familiar with eating, boy, that's when he upped his game on eating greens. So he would get into a competition with eating with her early on because they were both pretty young. So anyway, they started out with a really great friendship and she had her own cage just like Zoltan had his own cage for quite a while. One thing that's unusual about Aggie is that she talks. Now she doesn't talk much. And it's very, very garbled. 
and it's very sparse and not very often. But she says pretty bird. And I thought I had caught her saying this more than once over the months. But I wasn't sure if it was Zoltan and I just wasn't paying attention. But I was like, it sounded more like it came from that direction. And I would just kind of shrug it off. Well, the cage that I currently keep her and Moose in is a divided cage and it's closer to my work desk. And one morning I was working before I got them out to bring them into the bird room and I had their cage uncovered and I, I heard her, pretty bird, pretty bird. And it here again, it was very, very garbled. She has a very gravelly voice when she does talk, but she does say pretty bird. Now, most of the time, female birds will not talk as far as the budgies go. It's not saying they won't. Sometimes they will on rare occasion. They have the same vocal structures as the males. They have the same vocal capabilities as the males. They just tend not to mimic human speech. I don't know why. There goes the rogue fly. There is a rogue fly in here tonight. So if he uh, makes an appearance, I guess uh, it's part of the show. Anyway, yeah, so she's my unusual little tiny itty bitty girl. And occasionally she will get my attention by throwing an occasional vocalization out there that, that I'm not expecting in the moment. So she's very cute. And all budgies have the same basic shape beak with the upper and lower jaw. Most of the time, the feathers around their beak covers the sides where their the upper and lower come together. Now, her feathers on the sides of her face, maybe it's just because she is so tiny. She doesn't seem to have quite the amount of fluff on her face. So you can see the shape of her her little mandibles, and she always looks like she has a perpetual little sly grin going on. She always has this little happy face, this little happy expression, and it's the fact that you can see her whole beak. It makes her look like she is just constantly smiling or grinning at you. She is just the cutest little thing. Now, she has never gone past what she was trained when I brought her home over a year ago. Oddly enough, I have worked with her over the months, and she just has really no interest in interaction, and actually for quite a while she was kind of unsocial with the other birds. After I got Cricket, and then Moose, and then Mike, she socializes with Mike quite a bit, and she socializes with Zoltan. She will sit with Cricket and Moose a little bit during the day, hang out. She does hang out with everyone, but she tends to be kind of a loner by nature, and it wasn't probably until the past maybe four or five months that she's really been a lot more social in the flock. So she was just a little loner by nature. Didn't play with toys, didn't play with shred toys, just content to sit there and be solitary and watch what was going on around her. And she'd get in on chirping contests and singing contests and she eats well. She's just got her own little, <laughs> she's just fluffing herself up. Her and Zoltan are having a little private conversation, it looks like, over there. Anyway, she uh, she would just kind of stay to herself most of the time, but she's not terrified of me. She will play the chase game a little bit, just to be an ornery little one. But the one thing about uh, the females, and she is no exception to the rule, is they will get really territorial over food dishes. So during the day when all the when the whole budgie group is out and they're playing and they're running around, they're doing their thing, I always have a good amount of food out 
and then they spend a lot of time in the cages by choice. So the cage doors are always open. I have tons of different perches in there. I have different food supplies in there, water supplies, water supply outside of the cages. And then I have greens and stuff all over the place for them to play with and shred up and tear up and eat and everything. So they have a diverse area to play in and a good amount of space that they're pretty content to stick around in. But even so, she will still pick a spot and chase the others away. And she plays the chase game and won't let them near a dish or a water supply sometimes. So if any of you are thinking about getting multiple budgies and any of them are going to be female, especially if you have multiple females, they'll get this way with each other like crazy. Make sure you have at least one food bowl and one water source per bird per cage. So if you have two females in a cage, there needs to be two of everything. I take it to an extreme and go three of everything because they'll just guard everything and the other one needs to be able to get to it and one will sometimes make the other one's life a living hell. They really will. Other ones, not so much. It's personality and then I think it's also based on are they having a hormone fluctuation you can tell by the shade of their nose usually. Typical colorations on budgies, unless they're kind of a oddball pied color or a white or some of those uh, Latinos and different mutations that way, typically the females will start off with a blue or white or a bluish white nose. And then as they hit maturity, it turns kind of a crusty, crumply brown color. And when they're in really heightened hormonal status, it gets really dark brown. So you, you could call them little brown nosers, really. <laughs> but they are, they are bold little birds, and they are fearless. And I think they're just geared that way because when they are in a reproductive mode, as they are supposed to be as an animal, that's what they do, they're going to fight for resources. They're going to make sure their offspring is provided for and when it comes time to reproduce, they get all the food so they can feed their offspring. Screw everyone else. I think that's kind of their general attitude and why they are kind of geared towards that behavior. So here again, kind of watch it. But with her, it's really interesting because she is so tiny and she will just chase everyone away. It doesn't matter. And she squawks at them and then it's over with and then they're hanging out together. So sometimes it's all show also. it's They get in a mood. They play and they entertain themselves. So that's Aggie. I named her after Agnes Moorhead, mostly because here again, I love podcasting. And for those of you who don't know, Agnes Moorhead actually got her start as a radio actress. And I always thought that was just the coolest thing. I love it. And I actually listen to podcasts of those old radio shows that she starred in. And it is just a fun time. I listen to them at nighttime. So anyway, when I picked Aggie out and I was bringing her home, she was in that little carrier that I had mentioned in Zoltan's episode. I'll put the link in the show notes and also on the blog if anyone is looking for a good little carrier for a small bird or a couple of budgies to get them from point A to point B. Really good little carrier. Won't break the bank. And it comes with a perch that you can put inside of it. So uh, handy. But when I was bringing her home in that carrier that day, 
her feathers were just this beautiful she's blue but in the sunlight she has kind of almost a teal edge to it and she looks like the same color as Endora's eyeshadow on Bewitched so I decided to call her Aggie because that's the nickname that Agnes Moorhead went by everyone called her Aggie so that's how she got her name and yeah I guess it's gonna be just a short sweet little episode just to get you introduced to her how I brought her in the flock and how her little personality just shines, even though she's this tiny little itty bitty thing that just kind of sits there all innocent and everything. But then she has this edge to her. She is just the funniest little girl. And really, when I got Moose, I tried putting the two of them together and Moose was just, she's larger than life in more ways than one. And even though she was considerably younger than Aggie, she just would chase her around the cage at nighttime. They'll hang out together during the day, but inside the same cage at nighttime, Moose being female went nuts. So I needed to figure something out. And I ended up early this year getting them a breeder cage that has a divider that you can take out if you so wish. It's a really nice cage. I really like it. But since they're only in their cage at nighttime, the two little compartments on either side was just perfect. One bird in each side, and Aggie is just a little squirt. I tell you what, she goes over and sits as close to Moose as she can, just so she can sit there and look at her and antagonize her, because she knows nothing can happen to her, and it drives Moose nuts. And I think she has a sense of humor about it. I really do because you can just see that she is just calm, cool, collected, and does it on purpose. Oh my gosh. So don't underestimate these little birds. They have funny little personalities, and when you start really looking and observing and watching the interactions, they are just hysterical sometimes. The only complaint I have about that cage is the fact that Aggie is super duper duper, super duper, super duper smart and the first time I had them in there together she actually moved the divider so she could squeeze through and get into Moose's side of the cage and I had went out to get groceries and run some errands I come home and there they are in the same side of the cage just hanging out no problem as long as it's during the day they're fine it's nighttime Moose turns into a werewolf or something she is a crazy girl anyway that's how I resolved that problem with two females and as soon as I got them, I call them their little condos or their little duplex and got their perches and some shred toys and food dishes and forage toys, all sorts of stuff in there. And they still have plenty of room. I could tell Aggie was beside herself. She just loved it. She loved having her own space again. She knew it was hers. And here again, do not underestimate these birds. They know when you give them their own space. They know when it's theirs. And they look forward to it. She loves going into her side of the cage at night and uh, just being a little funny girl about it, too. So anyway, she's sitting here hanging out with Zoltan and they're just, uh, it, it looks like they're they're having, a, they're sharing some secrets or something over there. I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. Anyway, so that's all I got about Aggie. She's the one that got it started for having more than one bird and they got along great from the get-go. They've always been buddies. And yeah, no problems. No problems whatsoever. She gets along with everyone when she's not chasing them off from the food source. <laughs> anyway, 
All right, so stay tuned for next time when we bring Cricket into the mix and we will tell you all about the little madman known as Cricket. Have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye.